0: Long and prosperous. Engage.
1: On screen. I'm getting it pod, Captain, do it.
0: Photon torpedoes, armed and ready to launch. He's dead, Jim. That alert. Today is a good day
1: to die. I'm a doctor, not a zookeeper. We are Borg. Make it so. Ah! Warp speed now.
0: Hey everyone, this is Alvin. And I'm Sid. And today we're talking about the season finale of Star Trek Picard. Um and uh yeah, what a what like what a doozy of an episode. Um so that was insane. <laughs> yeah. One of the, Okay, so one of the one of the things let's start off with what what we liked. Um for me, like one of the things I really liked is uh okay, the return of Riker, you know, and we finally get to see some Federation ships. Mm-hmm. Um you know, uh you know, kind of like Riker's uh uh you know, the way, you know, seeing him back in the command chair was, was something else, you know, like, yeah. it's even the way he sat in the chair, you know, the posture that he had, I felt was like classic Riker.
1: It was a classic Riker. Well, I would, I'd like to say a Riker maneuver, but that's already a thing. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, like it, it's, it was great to see Riker in, in the command chair again and great to see him in these, well, in these updated uniforms as, as we've already seen uh, a few times already in this show. And those ships, like, what the heck? I want to talk about those ships.
0: Yeah, yeah, they look pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. There's actually all of them of the same class by the looks of it.
0: Yeah, that was that was quite a bit. I mean, I don't know how, I mean, and we'll get into it a little bit later, but mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't know how realistic it would be to have, you know, that many, that, that larger fleet, you know, just coming from one plea from Picard. But, um, you know, yeah, it was really cool to s- finally see what a modern, uh, well, you know, what, a, what a 25th century, uh, you know, Federation starship will look like, mm-hmm. um, especially cause it sounds like these are like almost brand new.
1: Yeah. Like these, these, these ships look like, um, they have advanced in the last 20 years or so, uh, a lot since the last, since we last seen from Nemesis and how far they have come along with the Romulans too. Like gotta admit their warbirds are pretty sleek. I gotta admit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and also a lot of things, um, in this episode where, um, a lot of, you know, tying up of loose ends and a lot of other things too. Um,
0: I really like um, okay. So one thing I really liked was, you know, the way they handled data, um, you know, cause I mean, yeah. the, the big elephant in the room was that You know, they had, you know, Techno babbled, you know, a way to kind of bring him back. They used the memories from before, um, you know, essentially made almost like a virtual copy of him, right? And they used that to kind of create, help create all these other Androids. Um, But I mean, for me, one thing that's like classic Trek was, you know, the fact that here you have, you know, and it's data through and through. You know, you have an Android, you know, um, who essentially they could have found a way to, to put him in a new body. Um, like, they really could have, I yeah. feel like. You know, they could have technobabbled that way in. But with with what they, you know, with what Data wanted, you know, essentially he was saying, you know, I gave my life to save you 20 years ago. I don't remember those moments because technically the copy that I exist, the copy of me that is ex- exists right now sitting in front of you, um, you know, this is, uh, you know, it, it was created before that actual event. But I'm sure I I didn't uh, regret that. No, this is the way you don't, you, you know, right. Picard, you don't, you, you didn't regret, you know, giving up, you know, his life to save the others. Right. Um, but you know, his last wish was, you know, request was, you know, to die. He wants to experience and a proper yeah. death, you know? Cause I mean. Yeah.
1: that, that, and that what really moved me the most is that because Data strived to be human or close to human as much as he wanted to, that, that final request would probably be the most human thing to ever say for an android. And that, at that point I got really emotional. It's like, oh my gosh, he's now finally saying his full goodbye here at this moment. So yeah, this is uh, I, I really enjoyed that part. Like this whole closure of Data. I thought it was a proper send off for him. I thought it was a, um you know, a real way to say goodbye to, to Data's character and, and that, that probably moved me more than, than, than I thought it would, so.
0: Yeah. I yeah. mean, it was, I mean, it was one thing too, because data made the decision to give up his life in nemesis, you know, split second, yeah. not, not necessarily a split second decision, but also it was very quick it was, I know I have to do this. If I don't do this, everyone in the enterprise is going to die. Mm-hmm. It has to be me. I have to do it. And he did it right. But in this instance, he has the time, he has time to prepare for his own death. He has time to kind of make himself comfortable right. and then lay down and you kind of see, you know, as Picard's pulling out, you know, the, the, these data sticks that I guess are, you know, essentially con- having him function, mm-hmm. um, you know, having a function
1: like, wither away as an old man, as an old android,
0: and so that's something he's probably wanted his whole life. Yes. You know, is to be one of the goals. You know, if he's going to perish, you know, to grow old, you know, and, and to experience to experience that, you know, right,
1: right, and that that was uh, um, what would be the proper poignant, I guess. Yeah, that would be the proper word for it. Yeah, and that was very moving for for myself, at least. Anyway, um, and I'm sure everyone out there too. um, Yeah, that was uh, yeah. It was. I thought it was a very good, good closure for for data.
0: Yeah. Um, Okay. Let's talk about some of the other aspects of the episode. Um, Okay. I'm going to jump into some of the things that for me, I I know I didn't I didn't quite like. You know, every time we jump back to O, you know, she kind of just seemed like she was just being evil.
1: Yeah. You know, like personally, I thought, well, it's a classic.
0: Like I'm a villain narrating to nobody. Don't get me wrong. The
1: the actress who plays O was pretty good. She was, but. I felt that she kind of forced the character a bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she kind of forced it too much to the point where, like, she, like, she would be overacting the character a bit. Like, like.
0: I don't even think it was her overacting. I think it was just the dialogue.
1: Yeah, the dialogue. Yeah, that's what I meant. Um, yeah. The dialogue, I felt, was like, come on, really? Like, I mean, like, give her some flexibility to.
0: I didn't. Um. I. I okay. The whole Bacard being put in a new body thing. And you, you know. You know. You know. They made some very specific. You called this the last step. I didn't think they would do it. You called it.
1: Yeah. I call. I called it. I, I called it in a way where I saw this coming. way. you know they might use this for something. It could be for who knows. Could be very obvious. I. I. I kind of saw it from a mile away. Um. And mm-hmm. and. Uh. Yeah. that Yeah. And and it turns out. I was kind of right,
0: <laughs> yeah for me like I, I didn't i I didn't think they would they were gonna go for that I mean, looking back at it now, it's like, yeah, it's but I mean I started real uh, for me, I realized that for sure that that's what they are gonna do when it looked like Picard was dying well
1: well so let's let, let's hold up for a moment. so when they say like when at that moment where his disease was starting to act up while he was on Rio's ship mm-hmm. and with uh, with the uh, with the doctor there. He was like, yeah, give me 20 cc's of this so it'll make it fast. And now at that point, I was like, come on, no, you're not going to die now. And then I was thinking a little ahead further because they gave us a teaser in the first part yeah. of the episode. I'm like, well, wait a minute. What if? What if? Right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, I pieced the two together as, as it was leading up to that moment. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, they definitely they totally, I totally called it at that as,
0: point. As soon as they show them dying, like, imid, kind, of, kind of not necessarily mid-episode, but two-thirds of the way through, it was like, oh, no, that, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how I feel about them putting him in a new body. I I, they, I noticed that they're very specific about, you know, technically, you're still going to die, you know, and you're still going to die yeah. when you normally would have died if if you didn't have the immunogenic syndrome, if you, didn't, if you didn't have, you know, this, this uh, you know, fatal disease. Right. Um, but at the same time, I, I kind of feel, I, I wish they techno babbled some way just to say, we cured your disease using this technology, but you're not a new body. I mean, cause the thing is, is that for me, uh, this opens up so many, it, it's, it's kind of like the, um, in Star Trek, uh, into darkness, yeah, you know, yeah. the con blood, you know, yeah. you've cured death. And then, you know, like in, uh, also in Star Trek into darkness, um, where, you know, I mean, they use Scotty's, um, you know, trans-warp equations in order to beam people from, you know, one place all the way across, you know, the quadrant to Kronos. To, to and it's like, right. oh, now you've eliminated the need for warp drive. You know, I feel like yeah. they set it up, but they didn't really think about um, the ramifications of doing something like this and what it means, right. you know, to be able to essentially... Do a, you've, they've, they've done a successful mind transference. And they've done this in Star Trek before. Not quite like this.
1: Not quite like this. This one's more sophisticated. Like, this one, the, the ones that I think I know what you're referring to, um, but with this form of, like, transferring the mind over, like, fully 100% to a new body, and to new, I, I, yeah, new yeah, a new, basically, yeah, Yeah, new body, yeah. It, it's... It's insane, almost. You know? Yeah,
0: and it's... I'm sure they'll they may maybe they'll come up with some technopable reason or some you know reasons why they they can't do it, you know, all the time. But I, I feel like you know in the next 50 years, this is a thing that would what would happen in the federal. And I felt like this was something they could have dealt with. But yeah. um, you know, going over, you know, like watching it, watching the episode, you know, having it finish, I, I really, I, I mean, overall, I did enjoy season one. Um, but for me, I just see a bunch of missed opportunities. Yeah, you know? I thought
1: there was some yeah there i felt there were some few things missing that i was hoping that at least they will tie them up uh by this uh last episode of the season but they didn't so i'm kind of hoping that they would do that going into the next season or at least continue on and maybe even finish up that uh that um that uh the, the, these all these loose ends
0: yeah like for me like you know it, it ended up being like another classic um end of the galaxy type story where they if they don't somehow succeed and i I do like that you know mccard is essentially you know he was trying to convince soji you know to make that decision to make that choice you know not to be the destroyer and and to and to you know uh and to try and trust and to try and hope you know um and it was really nice to see that you know, if we're gonna look, if we're gonna talk about let's let's you know just to sidestep a little bit, just so I can make a comparison. Like, yep. um, you know, when people cite their you know the best or favorite Star Trek movies. You know, a lot of people will say Star Trek Two: The Wrath of Khan is their you know is the best movie, favorite movie, whatever. And mm-hmm. you know, and it's I would argue it's definitely the most popular. Um, you know, for me, my favorite Star Trek movie is uh, then uh, Star Trek: First Contact. You know, um, yep. but I would all, but I would argue that the best Star Trek movie is Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Because they, um, you know, they dealt with so many issues. It was such a good story. There was so intricate, yeah. you know, like, and it was very humanizing for a lot of the characters in there, you know? Like,
1: exactly. That, that that movie in itself was, there was a lot of allegories, first of all. But yeah. At the same time, it radiated to what it was during those days when that, that movie came out in 1991. So that was just about the fall of the Soviet Union back then. There was a lot of political instability in those days, too of what would happen, right? And it kind of radiated to that movie uh, at that point. And even today, it still actually stands the test of time. It's oh, totally yeah. relevant to that. Yeah,
0: I mean, like the, you know, because like the Klingons had always been kind of a stand-in for, you know, for the USSR. Yeah. You know, because they had, you know, the Federation had a Cold War with the Klingons. Mm-hmm. You know, the USA had a Cold War w- 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 with uh, with the Russians and that was, you know, kind of part of it. So, mm-hmm. you know, when the fall of the Union happened, you know, they, I, I, you know it was no mistake that the they decided to kind of you know that that that, that coincided with this movie you know where like right. the federation and the klingons were now looking at a situation where you know we maybe in peace would be pieces in within grasp, pieces within our grasp and yeah. even though it's difficult even though we've had this really bad history you know etc right um you know we can and essentially end the cold war right? right but there were so many layers on that you had you know people on both sides who didn't agree with that you know, and essentially they they feared working together so much that they worked together to prevent that from happening.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Um. And then, had- yeah. And then you have all these little factions on each side of those sides, right? Where they don't want this to happen. They want to actually keep this whole machine going in terms of this conflict that between these two these two federate well, these two powers. powers right of the galaxy
0: yeah i mean even with with kirk you know um it was one of the big controversial things too was that they made um you know kirk a little bit of a bigot because you know he had mm-hmm. his he had what was history with the klingons They killed yep. the sun you yep. know and and he realizes that of course in the movie and um by the end of it you know there is hope for you know with the signing of the Kinemar accord you know i you know there's there's hope right um but for me, like the fact that they dealt with that, with those issues and they, they did they did such a good job of it. Um and, you know, in Picard, you know, the thing is, is that we essentially, you know, with the fifth season finale, we essentially get a um standard, you know, save the galaxy type story. Yeah. Where things just barely work. And then there's so many with so many MacGuffins, you know what I yeah, mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and I feel like there's so many it was some missed opportunities. We could have dealt with the Romulan refugee crisis, you know, which they only touched on.
1: Yeah, they they barely like they only skimmed like the or surface, maybe even skimmed the surface on those on what actually happened uh, during those times. Like they only talked more about like this whole season talked more about uh, like basically around Soji, right? Yeah, as 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 a, as a, as the season went on, and I wanted more detail on what the heck ha- happened to this whole Romulan situation during uh, the time when the Romulan star went supernova
0: yeah i mean because you have all these displaced people they didn't really deal with that at all yeah. it was touched on and that was it you know and with the um you know the with the uh synthetics ban um you know literally in this episode like by the end of it it's like one throwaway line now that the synthetics ban has been lifted you know yeah, we should be it's, okay and it's, yeah, that was it
1: that was it and i'm like well well now we have to get to the details like how this affect other people around the federation how does this like all the the ramifications from that, you know, the the consequences or the benefits.
0: Yeah, because right? it's not just, um, you know, bam. You know, it's it's these wouldn't be in real life. Be bam. You know, okay, now now we're, synthetics are a allow, are, are allowed back in again. It there would be essentially. I feel we would get something like what we've got with. Um, know, with Star Trek Six, where they, you know, they explored that, you know. Yeah, they, explored they
1: explored all that, all that, like the, those consequences after what would happen to, in this situation. Yeah, people and not
0: it, trusting each other, you know, people saying, well, well no, this thing happened to Mars, you yeah, know, like yeah. all these events happened and you can't trust them and et cetera, et cetera, you know. And,
1: and I'm probably already going ahead a little bit here, but I guess now that the Romulans have pretty much seized all operations in terms of, uh. Uh, eliminating the synthetic threat, we might see them, well, we'll totally see them again in the next season. Mm-hmm. But now with, now that pretty much uh, Commodore O or General O, whatever you want to name her, mm-hmm. um, now that she has pretty much re- revealed her true colors to the Federation, it's now a matter of, well, what the hell uh, is going to happen next now? Um, well, the Romans go back to their ways in terms of being mysterious and... And schemey. And schemey <laughs> and you know, the classic arrogance that they have, you know, mm-hmm. being themselves.
0: And I, and I like, and I want to see more, like, I, I do want to see more Romulans in the second season of Picard. Um, but I want to, I want to see, I want to see, uh, because we, we, we have seen trustworthy Romulans, you know. Um, yeah. And we have seen different aspects of Romulan culture, but I want them to, I want them to deal with those issues because, I wanted to deal with 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 these, these issues that um, I think is like part of the better, bread and butter of, of Star Trek, you know right. um, because as much as I, I I do I did enjoy the season, you know for every really good awesome moment where you're dealing with you know where you you're exploring things like, you know, what does it mean to be real and human and alive you know you know, for every moment like we had like uh, with with data and Picard, you know, we have Elnor mysteriously. You know, e, you know, just stumbling upon the Fenris Fenris SOS, mm-hmm. um, and you know all these little, like, you know, like the, the many MacGuffins that we had in this in, in this uh, you know in the last two episodes with like the little doohickey. You know what I mean? Right, like right. Um, for every you know time we see things like the EMHS. You know, I love the yeah, EMHS. The EMHS,
1: like, well, yeah, those 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 holograms are amazing. Rio's holograms. Yeah, so Rizzo. So you were right. She was on that board cube all along. I th- yeah, I, I thought. I thought she beamed away. So this is a callback to the previous episode that I was on, saying that I'm pretty sure that she beamed aboard on one of the Romulan ships. No, no, Elvin was right. She did stay on that, uh, or she was on that board cube still.
0: But they didn't really explain how she stayed alive, and not that with spots, fine. But I mean, yeah, they basically, yeah. I felt that was kind of just a, that the only reason that she survived was so that she and Seven could get into a fight, and so Seven could kick her off, off of the platform. And I, I would have honestly, as much as I love Seven of Nine, I kind of would have preferred that um, they just dropped that and then dealt with more of like the ramifications of like the whole android thing you know
1: right right and that would have been better if yeah if rizzo wasn't immediately killed off like she could have mm-hmm. been like uh more of a prime villain for going into the second season but i guess they decided nope we'll just we'll just kick her off of a well of a, of a ledge <laughs> of a ledge inside the borg cube
0: yeah um yeah but for me you know i, I was left wanting more um you know not in the same way like when i when i you know, what finished both seasons of the first two seasons of, of Westworld, even though it's, it's, an o- it's overly convoluted, Uh, you know, I was left wanting more. I wanted to watch more, you know, for finishing this one off. I, w- I felt I was, you know, I felt like, uh, you know, it, w- it was, there wasn't enough substance. I was really wanting more substance from the season. Yeah. Um, a lot of good moments, a lot of things that I did like, um, a lot of things though, that, uh, you know, for me, it's like, you could see that there were, they made certain decisions in order to keep moving, the, make in order to get them from point A to point B to point C, and I, I feel that's the that's not the best way of telling a story. You know, right. like,
1: yeah. In other words, like yeah, I know what you mean. Like I felt that even though it, I like I guess we we talked about this earlier that um, that this would have been like more of a slower paced uh, show compared to say uh, uh, Discovery, Discovery. I felt it was still rushed.
0: Yeah, I felt it was like
1: there was some, there was a lot of details that I felt they could have at least explained more, or certain plot points where they could have went into more detail. Yeah, and I felt I kind of almost felt robbed of that this whole season.
0: Yeah, and you know, and part of it too, Sid, I think, is that it's, um, it's part of like, um, you know, this is notion that it has to be that it's the end of the galaxy you know it has to be the end of the galaxy the stakes have to be so high and they Mm -hmm. don't you know they can be very personal they can be very level they can be really realistic and like you know star trek six's stakes there was no end of the galaxy thing it was just you know trying to make a better life for our children down the road you know that's kind of what uh you know and you know what you know what happens to your culture when you know you've lived a certain way for so long and with this enemy next door, you know what what happens when you make peace with them, you know. Right. Um. You know, if you look at um, e, you know, some of the stories we've seen um in, in the last ten years from you know not just Star Trek but from Star Wars and and whatnot, you right. know. And the story is, it's always um, they're always worried to they're always trying to set up these big set pieces, you know. And it's I feel at the cost of you know the you know the deeper story, the more the story with more meaning, you know. Right. Um. Yeah,
1: and and I, I think part of that whole thing too is like we're actually going more into the background stuff now, um, like how TV shows are nowadays, mm-hmm. like the production companies that are involved, um, how all the how how the way television is going um, with yeah. uh, with streaming and all that stuff. I think that might be part of it too the politics uh, side of that which well, I won't, which I won't dive into too much.
0: Yeah, I think part of it they 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 wor- they don't get three seasons anymore to really make a case. They they yeah. you've got one season, you've got you've got you've got to pull it off.
1: Yeah, you got you to make you got to make everything count, you know, everything like from their end, like their back end like production end is mm-hmm. is pretty much high, but you know, luckily that we are actually getting a second season. Um you know, hopefully it'll be better than this first season. First season was good. But it was, it was decent. It was, it was good, okay. Yeah, it was tight. I it feel that there's, there could be a lot more. Well, it's like any show, right? Mm-hmm. The first season could always be crap. There's, there's always room for improvement uh, in the show, and going into the second season, you know, it would hopefully it gets better. You know, even past Star Trek shows, and they, as they try to improve over time. But maybe doesn't improve until maybe season three or four. Well,
0: usually season three and four is when they get into their really good groove. You got some really good episodes yeah. in there. Like if you go, you know, if you, you know, there are a lot of times, you know, I think we all like to look back at, you know, all the Star Trek shows and, and think like, oh, they were fantastic, great, right? Because we're remembering all the good, the really good ones, you know? Like right, right. We, we we forget some of the really bad stinkers in the first, particularly in, in every single first season of every single
1: Star Trek show. Right, right. Like there, there are some... Good moments in, for example, I'll use uh, the Next Generation. There are some good episodes on the Next Generation, like one one (laughs) zero zero one zero zero one. Yep, that was a good episode. I I can't. I I hope I got that right.
0: I loved Arsenal of Freedom. I loved conspiracy. Conspiracy
1: was good. That was those were good episodes and. Those were little nuggets of what would be yet to come, and then second season, well, it kind of laid flat because apparently there was a writer strike during that. There was a yeah season. Yeah, but we're getting we're getting sidetracked. We're getting sidetracked. But but yeah, but but long story short, going back to Picard, you know, there there's a lot of room for improvement.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like one one thing too is like you know, I think by the end of the end of the episode, you know, essentially we've it's almost as if we've set up for season two. You know, we have. You know, everyone, you know, we have like all, all the crew knows each other now. There's no more introductions. Everyone's kind of has their thing or their place,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, And at this point, like going into that last shot in this, uh, the final scene of this episode, everybody is pretty much getting together and they already know who they are and there looks like they are now part of this whole ragtag of crew of a crew that they have here. Mm -hmm. And it looks like, uh, this would be a good. Uh, start or something that something good with this whole crew that we have going to the next season.
0: Yeah, well, it looks like yeah we're setting up for season two. Um, I'm, I'm yeah, I hope I yeah I I'm, I am looking forward to season two. Um, you know again, th- there are things that you know I hope that they improve on. Yeah, overall it was a good first season. Um, it was decent. You know, a lot of little, little things that annoyed me, but you know overall I I was still able to enjoy it. Uh, and for me, you know, here's hoping that with, uh, you know, season two, they're able to build upon what they've already established and some of the stuff that they've uh, created, you know, some they've, you know, the world building that they set up and that they're really able to start diving into more bigger issues and deal with certain things like, you know, the Romulan, uh, you know, ref, you know, with the Romulan situation and even with maybe even still the uh, the android, you know, the synth ban and whatnot and the fallout from it now being lifted.
1: Right. I think it will get better as we go on. Hopefully, the second season will be good.
0: The Trekly theme is Gravity by Stanley Gervich, found on Artlist. All stock images and videos were acquired through Pixabay. Podcasting services acquired through Spreaker. All images and videos related to Star Trek are owned by CBS Corporation and are used within fair use laws. Please don't sue us. Thanks for being aboard today. If you like the show, please hit the like and subscribe button and hit the notification bell.
1: We really enjoy doing these episodes and if you'd like to support the show, please consider buying us a coffee.
0: You can do that on CoolDiscuss.com, where you can also check out our other shows.
1: Until next time, live long and prosper.